Last week, we saw a rate hike from the Fed, and we're coming off of months of other rate hikes as well. We're talking about all those things on Today in Mortgages. Hey, what's going on, DreamMakers? Welcome back to Today in Mortgages, where we try to make sense of the mortgage news of the day and how you guys can talk to your clients and your buyers about what's happening in the markets to quench some of those fears that they are having Today, you can call me reduced refund. The IRS says that our refunds are going to be 11% smaller this year. Rich, have you got your refund yet? I did get my refund. Okay. I, I want to ask the feds you. and the state gave me some money back. So it was a wash. I was lucky. Okay. <laughs> there you go. We don't have state income tax here in uh, Texas. Lucky you. So we are We are sitting pretty, but I have not got mine back yet. So we will see. But Today, we are back on the subjects of rate hikes and how that's affecting the market. But there's an interesting article that we're looking at today from a little bit different angle. It says housing market is overly sensitive to Fed rate hikes. Experts weigh in on what's next. And this is from USA Today. Rich, what do you think about the market being overly sensitive to Fed rate hikes? Well, they are. You know, the the hype, it's a lot of buildup. There's every channel's covering it, what's happened. There's, you know, people are smart. They understand that a half a percent in interest rate is roughly a hundred dollars a month in mortgage payment on your typical median size house. So they know they're they're counting just like everything else. So it it really does have an effect. Yeah. And, you know, this is something that's interesting that we are seeing so much of right now. And in the past, you know, nine months of all these rate hikes, I guess up to a year, really, of rate hikes now. And, uh, you know, this isn't something that was really paid attention to a lot, I feel like, uh, before COVID from the general public. Rich, uh, you, you've been around longer than I have. How do you feel like things have changed in the psyche of buyers, you know, before COVID, during COVID, and now where we're at now? Buyers got to experience the greatest, lowest interest rates in forever. Yeah. So a luxury once sample becomes a necessity. So that's what happened. Home buyers, we got great rates and you know, people coming out of condos and townhomes and high-rise living situations, they wanted to buy homes and it was the perfect time. That COVID period gave people the opportunity, but- a lot of first-time home buyers, their first rate they ever got was 2.75. Try to convince those buyers today to get 7%. It's not easy. So it it has a drastic effect. I mean, look at what we saw just recently. Rates dropped a, a half a percent since November. And all of a sudden, our business is up 15% on every category are we're pre-approving a lot of folks to get out there and that's just a little drop so maybe the fed i'm hearing rumor the not technically not rumor there's analysts on cnbc talking about the fed may consider a cut this spring so it may may not be anything huge but if it's a cut that's the that will spark home buying again for sure yeah, definitely. We're seeing a lot of that, Rich. And I think you touched on this at the first of your comments where it's really just about analyzing and understanding buyer expectations and what's going on in their heads. And that's kind of what we like to talk about here and how we can work through those things with you. And so you can work th through those things with your buyers uh, and, and how to talk about 
what's happening in the news. But I will get back to that uh, at the end. But one thing we're going to hit on right now is is what happened and what actually didn't happen. And so, first of all, what did happen? I got a quote from the article here. It says the pandemic housing market boom, which we just talked about, which saw home prices rise by 40 percent over two years, began slowing the second half of the year as mortgage rates doubled compared with the beginning of the year. Uh, so we saw that happen. That is what happened. But Rich, it kind of talks about in this article, what if the Fed hadn't done anything, right? What if they didn't act on inflation to pull that down, which in turn obviously has an effect on mortgage rates? Rich, what would have happened? Yeah, well, we would have had a housing bust. I mean, it, it was a bubble. I mean, I, 40% appreciation in two years is way too much. That it's it's way too much. It's bad for affordability. I mean, it's great for homeowners to see my property is worth this much more. But the problem is the higher it would have gone, you would have then the demand drops entirely, then it all caves in. So it was just too much. So if they would not have raised interest rates, I feel like the housing market would would have fallen harder. What did the article mention? Two tenths of a percent reduction in home prices. That's not a lot over the last nine, 10 months. Now, some parts are seeing more. Uh, some parts are still appreciating. Some states. So it would have been a harder fall had the Fed not kind of slow the roll a little bit. Yeah. And what we're talking about there is just the fact that home prices were shooting through the roof so fast that it became unsustainable. And at a certain point, that's got to collapse. Right. And so, right. Uh, you know, the fact that these rates came when they did helped tamp down some of that price increase. And there's actually a really good chart. Uh, if you guys can connect to the article in the show notes below. Uh, there's some great charts from Redfin. And that's one of the things that I really liked about this article is that it gave us some really interesting data. And what you're talking about is the home prices. Uh, if you can take a look at this, if you're watching on YouTube, take a look at the screen. It peaked around May of 2022. And that's just before rates really started to go up in a big way. Uh, and then, you know, there's a lagging indicator of home prices, rates start to go up. It takes a little while for houses, house prices to go down, but then you kind of trough out in January of this year, 2023, and there's a $55,000 delta in the uh, average list price. And, you know, obviously that's different in different areas of the country. It's much more drastic, much less in, in some areas, but that's a huge change in less than a year. And yeah. so right now we're seeing rates, you know, dip down a little bit. And at the tail end of this graph that's up on the screen, you can see that those median list prices are shooting back up just on that small, like in the past couple of weeks and months, uh, idea that rates may come down at some point in, in the next, you know, several months. And so uh, that's super interesting. It's going to be super interesting to see what happens with, uh, the data that's going to be coming out in the next couple of months with, you know, the drop in rates that happened after the bank fallout uh, that we had in the last couple of weeks. And so, you know, looking into the future at these graphs, wh what do you think uh, is in store for the market? I mean, it's just been so crazy that it's hard to tell. We need some stability. Yeah. You know, we just can't see days, you know, where we have 80 basis point swings in rates. 
that that's not healthy for anybody. It's terrible for a loan advisor who's trying to advise a client to lock or to float based on news that you're anticipating coming out. And so it just makes it challenging for everybody. And to be in a stable rate environment, even if it's 6%, mm-hmm. that will bring a lot of uh, positive vibes to the industry because you just don't have to juggle everything. You know what the rates are and you just move forward. And that's a healthy rate, 6%. It's it's good payment. So, you know, it's a lot better than what we're seeing today. You know, there are some good things happening out there. Uh, inventory uh days on market is up we're like 75 days roundabout in january new housing starts are up which i think is really where we're going to see some relief but you know we're talking about predictions uh and we're talking about waiting and there's another quote in the article that says home buyers should accept that if they wait for interest rates to fall substantially they might wait longer than they expect mm-hmm. and in reality i think you know if they're looking for a Huge drop in rates. They, Rich, I think they could be waiting permanently. What, what yeah. do you think? About that? I mean, huge. What What is huge? Right. You know, if if uh, if we got to five and a half percent from where we have been, that would be huge in my book. But I think huge is like I mentioned earlier, a luxury one sample becomes a necessity. Two point seven five will always be burned in people's heads. You know, huge is it's perception. <laughs> yeah, Rich, I wouldn't be looking for that huge drop anytime soon. And that's really what we need to be doing when we're talking to our clients, our buyers, our borrowers out there, just communicating reality um, and communicating what's to come. And looking at the graphs in this article, I think it's a really good thing to look at and trying to see what's happening, what's happened in the past year and where we think things are heading. And just really communicating that and let them know like, it is not really a great idea for you to wait around because we just don't know what's going to happen because things could get more expensive if rates do drop and housing goes back up, as we saw in this trend line uh, about home pricing recovering. So, you know, we're hearing about prices dropping, but, you know, that's a lagging indicator. We're already seeing those come back up as rates start to stabilize. So, Rich, uh, it's a lot going on out there, but I think the important thing is just continuing to communicate and to communicate that reality to the people who are asking us as mortgage professionals what to do right now. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, listen, if you're waiting for a lower uh, interest rate, you're just trading. All you're doing is trading a low interest rate for a high sales price. Interest rates are temporary. Your purchase price is permanent. So don't, when I say this, if rates were to drop down, it'd be a much more competitive market. It instantly turns into a seller market. Therefore, prices go up, concessions go down, and you're stuck paying higher. You've got a lower interest rate, but you paid higher for the property. So interest rates are temporary. Your purchase price is permanent. So don't trade off. Rich, that's definitely true. And, you know, there is a resource that we've put together to help communicate and to get in front of new borrowers, new real estate agent partners. And that is on our website. It's at todayinmortgages.com slash marketing. And that resource is five ways that you can get ahead while things are down. And so, 
go out and get that resource. It's a great way for you to kickstart your marketing for the second quarter that's coming up. And you can go and get that again at todayandmortgages.com slash marketing. It's completely free. Go check it out. You can take action on it today. Rich, let's do a quick rating on this. I think we're on agreement on this, but uh, let's rate zero to five, zero being a teardown, five, perfect listing. How do you feel about this article? I'm going to give it a four. It's a solid article. It gives perspective. It gives different analysis and gives you charts, gives you data, and data tells the truth. All right. All right. Uh, Four is moving ready. So uh, if you guys want to check this article out, it's in the show notes. You should definitely check out these charts. They're all from Redfin. It's great data to look at. Uh, We are in a data-driven market, and you need to know these things to communicate them to who you're selling to. So Before we head out, I just want to say if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to like and share it and leave a comment down below. Hey, we're on podcasts, we're on YouTube. Check us out wherever you want to consume that media and tell a friend about us and help us understand what's going on in your market by leaving comments below. If you liked what Rich is saying today and you enjoy this kind of coaching, want to tell you that we get this coaching every day inside network funding and Rich delivers the goods even more than he does here. So if you're interested in learning how you can be a part of the best network in mortgages, check out the grow link below and we'll tell you all about it. Hey, thanks so much for joining us on Today in Mortgages. Until next time, hope you have a good one. We'll see you then. Today in Mortgages is produced by Network Funding LP, which is an equal housing lender, NMLS 2297. The content of this program is meant to be a commentary on mortgage and real estate news, and any discussion of rates and or products should not be taken as an individual mortgage or home buying advice or pricing estimates. And any commentary on this show should not be considered a promise to make a loan. All applicants for a loan must qualify, and you should consult a professional regarding your individual loan scenarios for your financial situation. Visit our website at nflp.com slash licenses for all state licensing and other legal information.